Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, an argument to get an ADHD early diagnosis. With us in our virtual studio is Christine Robinson. Before we get into the show, um, some announcements. First, the 2019 Annual International Conference on ADHD is scheduled for November the 7th through the 9th. Um, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You can learn more about the event by going to chadd.org and clicking on Conferences and Training tab. The conference happens every year. really encourage anybody uh, who can make it to attend. There's lots of great content at the event. You can get great content at Attention Talk Radio, but the reason to go is it's so great to be among the ADHD tribe, to sit in, listen to the presentations, talk to the speakers afterwards, mingle with others with ADHD, share stories, share tips. It's just an amazing uh, event. We encourage you to check it out. Again, go to chadd.org. Also want to announce that 2019 Succeed with ADHD Telesummit is around the corner. It's scheduled for July the 15th through the 19th. There's a host of experts that are being interviewed, as, the, as Lori Depar always does. I'm grateful that I'll be one of them this year speaking about basic truths. Uh, we encourage you to learn more about the Telesummit and sign up by going to succeedwithadhdtelesummit.com forward slash ATR. Our show tonight is being brought to you by Children and Adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, uh, better known as CHAD. And in celebration of that event, we're giving away copies of Attention Magazine. All you have to do is listen to our show, and we're going to give out a secret word a couple times during the show. Listen to this one. Listen to another show. Get the secret word and email us at attention at attentiontalkradio.com, and we'll send you a current PDF copy of Attention Magazine, and we'll send you another one when the next edition comes out. Again, just email me two secret words at attention at attentiontalkradio.com. Our show is being brought to you by uh, Chad. We've got a little tip that we're going to play for you, and then we'll get into the show. Organization can be a real challenge for some adults with ADHD in the workplace. Set goals and create a system you can follow and put into actionable steps, like finding time to focus without disruption. Prioritize important items and track your daily success. Learn more workplace coping skills at chad.org. That's C-H-A-D-D dot O-R-G. Thanks again, Chad, for the continued uh, support of Attention Talk Radio. <clears throat> for those who don't know, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. Uh, in other words, they're the ones that are uh, up in Capitol Hill lobbying for us. Uh, contacting different regulatory agencies as they write such things as the definition of disability to make sure that they get the wording properly uh, for our tribe so that uh, accommodations are available or uh, whatever is available according to that law or bill or regulation. Uh, we encourage our members to uh, become uh, members of CHAD or at least to donate. Uh, there's lots of great mem member benefits if you become a member, but really financially supporting CHAD is a strong ADHD community. It helps us all speak with one voice and, uh, and uh, get the, the due that we deserve. Again, we'd like to thank CHAD for their continued support. And again, consider becoming a member, donating last time, chadd.org. Okay, 
Tonight, our show was really kind of inspired a little bit by a conversation with Christine Robinson. Christine is a certified ADHD coach and an educational consultant certified by the Federation of Children, excuse me, for Children with Special Needs in Boston. She's got over 12,000 hours coaching children, teens, adults, couples, and college students. She received her bachelor's degree in psychology from Clark University and her master's in education from Pittsburgh State University, graduating summa cum laude. Uh, as well as having her private practice in Nashville, Tennessee. She also is associated with the Hollowell Center in New York City. She's a certified teacher and master coach who also has over 20 years of sales and management slash leadership experience. She's considered an expert in her field of ADHD, special education, advocacy work, and individual education plans, or IEPs. Christine also has her own training program for those who would like to become ADD coaches, or add it to their existing uh, specialty. You can learn more about her on our website at adactioncoach.com. With that, Christine, welcome to the show. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Thanks for having me back. I'm doing very well. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. All right. Um, Our topic tonight is an argument to get an ADHD diagnosis early, and we've done some shows in the past about uh, the, the label. Getting a label is really important if you want to get accommodations or uh, you need to, to deal in the ADHD world. Uh, of course, there's that argument that once you label something, people stop paying attention to it. And I know in the show that we did before, one of the things that I regularly do is if you think of the, sh- think of the color red and you imagine it, um, many people don't actually look at a specific shade of red. But m- m- metaphorically, there's, a, there's kind of a red that you look at that is your, your, your vision of what red is. The fact of the matter is there's an infinite number of shades of red, and the point really is is once it's labeled red, you quit paying attention to the rest of the world. Uh, it can be a challenge. So there's a love-hate thing that kind of goes on with label. But our, our discussion tonight, Christine, is really the argument to get a label, whether you might need it now or what you, you might need it in the future. And it is kind of important at least to have that in your hip pocket if, that, in fact, that is the case, even though you might not need it right now. Would you agree, Christine? Absolutely. I mean, I've been working with a lot of teens that are getting diagnosed later in high school. And, uh, you know, the educational boards are being, are scrutinizing, you know, um, kind of late diagnoses. And um, I would hate for some of these teens not to have extra time on ACTs or SATs or even in college because they are getting diagnosed, you know, quite late, you know, in their educational process. Let's just talk about this for a little bit. One of the things about the diagnostic process is you get you can get accommodations and you for some people you can get medications and it's very well documented in the press that medications are an abused medication. In fact, there's many athletes that use it as a performance enhancing drug. And so with that and some people want accommodations, there's a tendency for people to try to want to fake the system just to get the accommodations or get access to the drugs. And that really creates a problem, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And, and there has been a lot of that. It's been well publicized on the news, um, you know, the college scandal that recently occurred. And um, but, but we have to all look past that and understand that there are very many deserving um, teens and, and younger children that need accommodations. And uh, the, the label is something that we do need to move forward, as you said, Jeff, before, to get an IEP or a 504. But I think it's also important to look at the, uh, the access to help 
that is also being facilitated by that label. You know, I work with many uh, children of young with young families who, uh, you know, absolutely need that label to get speech and language help or occupational therapy help. And so we have to look at the big picture as well. And I want to, excuse me, one of the distinctions that I want to make is, yes, you need to get the label in order to get access to some of that stuff, but also the notion that sometimes you need to get that label in advance because you might need it down the road. And the fact that, um, as I said before, sometimes people try to rig the system, so sometimes you can be mm-hmm. ferreted out um, and excluded from that process, or um, it's there's more obstacles and barriers that are put in front of you to have to prove that. So even if you might not need it today, it's worth getting that paper trail together so that you have a historical documentation of it for when you might need it. And when you're in a pinch and you've got to do it, it's one thing, but if you do it over a period of time, it certainly makes that a lot easier. Would you agree, Christine? Oh, absolutely. I've seen uh, teens and, and college students, you know, get diagnosed late. And so if they're trying to take, say, the LSAT or the GRE, and they don't have that long paper trail, it takes a lot longer to to get extra time or, you know, in a separate setting on that type of test. And, and, and it, it takes a lot longer, particularly on those last-minute type things. And where you need it is you could certainly in high school – um, certainly in college, certainly for ACTs and SATs or the GREs or the LSAT. So you could have a high-functioning student with ADHD who doesn't necessarily need accommodations and stuff in school, but it might behoove them to get the diagnosis if you want to get accommodations on the SATs or ACT just on that one test to improve their options or choices to go to schools just by a little bit higher score. So that would be a scenario where you might not need it for school, but you might just want to do it for a test or two just to get into other schools for that opportunity, even though you might get into those schools and not really want to disclose it there. That's just another reason why you would want to have it in your hip pocket. Does that, that make sense to you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've seen scores go up significantly, you know, with extra time. And usually, uh, you know, the clients that I've had always have struggled in high school finishing tests. And, you know, just that hour, 45 minutes, whatever they get on a standardized test makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Tell you what, I want to go to a break. When we come back, I want to kind of continue the conversation. Uh, Our secret word tonight is early. Again, our secret word tonight is early. And to learn more about Christine, go to her website at addactioncoach.com. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Do they act out in school? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be her greatest ally. Get your parenting questions answered live the first Monday of every month in a Facebook chat with former Attention Talk radio host Caroline McGuire. She's the author of the upcoming book, Why Will No One Play With Me? Go to www.carolinemaguireauthor.com to learn more. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. 
Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and executive function challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by DigCoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Christine Robinson having a conversation to create an argument to get an ADHD diagnosis early, even though you might not have a reason to use it right now. Having that diagnosis and a long uh, long paper trail behind it um, can actually help you kind of down the road. And I want to illustrate this, Christine, because this is a little bit of a long shot for, for many people, but it's really, really a true story. Mm-hmm. Most major league sports will allow for a waiver uh, for an athlete to take ADHD stimulant medications if there's a very long documented history that they've got ADHD. Um, this is very controversial because Adderall um, and Rilona are actually performance-enhancing drugs, and if they actually need it for life accommodations, they'll do it, but they're not very willing to do it if, if you don't, and there's a, there's a big push, I guess, for many athletes to do this. And there's, I know Chris Brown of the uh, Atlanta Braves got – caught taking Adderall without a waiver. Uh, Wes Walker, who used to be a receiver for the Patriots, who went to Denver, got caught. Um, uh, Mm -hmm. Russell, I forget, used to be a linebacker for the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Uh, There's uh, race car drivers, there's golfers, et cetera. And, again, they use it as a performance-enhancing drug um, in those situations, and that's illegal. But if you've got a, a waiver, then it's there. And interestingly enough, I know that there's a lot of baseball players that come into the um, the, uh, Major League Baseball from third world countries, and often they've got ADHD, and it's a real issue for them because they've got ADHD. They come in, the team wants to help them get the accommodations and the medications for them to function in society and in professional ball, but at the same time, it's a performance and it's a drug, so it's sometimes very, 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 very difficult for them to get it. Now, that's an extreme case, but I do want to illustrate is those are the times where if you've got a five-year paper trail on it, you can. it's really pretty I'm not going to say easy, but it's not scrutinized. But if you're doing it last second, it can be a, a real big issue. It also can be an issue, too, um, with employers. If uh, you're having on-the-job performances and you don't disclose it, um, you don't have the diagnosis, it can create a problem. But if you do, you can often kind of get accommodations. Again, all these are, are arguments to, to actually, if you think you've got it, kind of go through the paperwork in advance, um, even though you might not need it. So uh, all real good reasons. Make some sense, Christine? Oh, absolutely, and especially, like you said, with professionals, but as well as college sports. And, uh, you know, if a student gets into school on a lacrosse scholarship or football and they are having difficulty also doing their academics, you know, that's going to create a huge problem, especially if they've had attention, you know, symptoms all through high school but never addressed it with a diagnosis. So that's, you know, that's yeah, another that's a, big obstacle. One of the things that I want to reiterate here, 
as we're talking about the diagnosis of ADHD, we're also often ADHD, um, there's comorbid conditions that go along with it, whether it's dyslexia, learning mm-hmm. disability, OCD, bipolar, that type of stuff. So we're talking about mm-hmm. happiness now, but also we also want any other diagnosis um, on the table too as a paper trail because more often than not, if you've got ADHD, there's another condition that you've got along with it, correct? Oh, absolutely, and um, very high rate of, of dyslexia in particular with ADHD. And, you know, it's, it's really all about getting early support as well as maintaining this paper trail because you, you just never know when you're going to need the, the actual, diagno- you know, diagnostic letter. But getting that early support so, you know, students' self-esteem is maintained, they're getting the help that they need. And, you know, in a public school system, you, you know, you have to have this letter to have a 504 accommodation for extra time, separate setting, and, of course, an IEP if, if the learning challenges are more substantial. Absolutely. Now, just to digress here a second, another reason I also, I, forgive me for bouncing around that I had written this down, but I forgot about it. There are some cases of ADHD that are so challenging and so severe, particularly with another comorbid condition, that there are individuals that can actually apply for and get Social Security disability, which is a reimbursement form. It's it's typically it's very difficult to get, by the way. Basically, you have to be unemployable in the U.S. economy, but you've got to be able to document that. And typically, the ADHD diagnosis alone won't do that, but if you've got other conditions along with it, you would need that. Um, again, Social Security disability is, is, again, you're not employable in the U.S. economy and provide income benefits uh, basically kind of for life. I'm, I'm oversimplifying this, everybody, but if you've got something in that realm and you're a parent or whatever, then that's something to, uh, to kind of consider. Again, that's an extreme, but another example of why uh, maybe you, you want to work with a 15, 16, 17-year-old or whatever to get that diagnosis so when they hit 18 and they're having challenges, those things are viable. Another thing that I wanted to kind of talk about, the diagnosis is really important, and certainly the insurance kind of covers that, but a way for many people, or you get a second opinion, I like to say this, if you're in an area that does, where there's an organization that's clinical trials of ADHD, whether it's medications or other interventions, it's a great place to go to volunteer for those clinical trials, mostly because if you're going to go into those trials, they need to know that you have a proper diagnosis. And part of the process is the diagnosing stuff, which is free. Often you can go and you participate in those programs and uh, the diagnosis is free. And then whether you're in the control group or not, sometimes the medications are there, but it's, it's a place to go to get a very thorough diagnosis to get that, even for people who don't have money. And I just want to kind of throw that out. I mean, have you advocated, Christine, for anybody and your area or college students to kind of utilize that type of resource to get the diagnosis? I have, actually. I've I've worked with clients in both scenarios. I've worked with a couple of clients who had severe symptoms, you know, multi-comorbidities, and, you know, along with ADHD, and um, they found employment very challenging and actually did apply and get um, federal assistance for that. And I've also worked with some college students who have gone through the process at um, their colleges to get and, and participate in studies, which have, were, were very, very helpful in the long run. Awesome. Tell you what, you need Great to go to break again? Go check out Christine Robinson's website at addactioncoach.com. Our secret word tonight is early. Again, our secret word tonight is early. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world. Your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. 
change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit EdgeFoundation.org to learn more how an Edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're having a great conversation with Christine Robinson of an argument to get an early diagnosis if you've got ADHD and other conditions. Uh, you might not necessarily need them when you get the diagnosis, but actually to have that paper trail uh, can be very, very important um, down the road when you need it. Um, we talked about some of the barriers, some of the challenges, a lot of people that are faking the system to get the diagnosis, whether it be uh, 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 performance-enhancing drugs, where it's athletic, or students in college just taking the diagnosis so they can get Adderall so they can study for tests, or just getting accommodations just because they want an easier lot in life. So you can see that the abuse within the system uh, creates bigger walls and bigger barriers for you to get past when it becomes last minute. Um, in writing out the show, I want to have a conversation with you, Christina, about um, accommodations and these things. Having a diagnosis early um, some people need the accommodations to get through it. Some people are high function and they don't necessarily need it. Others kind of need kind of a hybrid of the two. And I want to kind of just get your thoughts on this. When I'm working, when I'm coaching people with ADHD, one of my things is we want to use accommodations as much as possible to how do I say, to make sure that we have choices in life. So you would use them in high school right. or the ACP or the SAT to get a high score so that you could choose the colleges that you go to um, as opposed to it being more limiting. But at the same time, one of the things that we want to work towards is to find what accommodations we need to get by but not over-rely on them because when you get into the world, as I like to say, customers uh, in the business world don't really – they're not going to give you accommodations per se. You're going to have right. to figure out a way to kind of adapt and live within that competitive world. So that idea is you want to use the accommodations to maximize your choices, but at the same time you want to learn as function as you, as best as you can because the competitive world is going to not – you're going to have to compete with them. What are your thoughts on that, and, and how do you work with that with regard to college students and others you coach? Right. Well, especially with college students, I have – quite a few that will use their extra time and, you know, separate setting on certain courses. 
most of my students don't use them for everything. They, they know, even sometimes as freshmen, but certainly as they go through the college experience, what courses they will really need extra time in and where that's going to benefit them. And, you know, I, I do ask them to challenge themselves to see really where they need the accommodations and where they don't. Um, and, and that's a process, you know, as they go through the four years. But I think um, at the end, you know, certain students are still maybe using their extra time for a math course because it just takes them, you know, longer time to process, you know, the, the questions on a test. So it really varies by student, but, but that's what I find. So I, I, I think that's a great example. Let's say your, your, your major is X. Like for me, I, hypothetically for me, when I was going through, I was getting a, I got my undergraduate degree in public affairs. Fortunately, fortunately, I didn't have to take a language going through, thank God, because I had a hard enough time with English. But if I did, I would have wanted to take an accommodations and stuff like that because that would have just been difficult. In my world, I would never really use Spanish. But in that major, I would want to do that just to get through to get the major and kind of and, and get that done. So sometimes there's a hybrid, but there's a, there's, a, there's a picking and choosing that needs to take place. And I really just wanted to highlight like that um, because um, sometimes our accommodations are appropriate to get the things that you need to do to get there to keep those choices open, but not always required. So um, I think the Absolutely. bottom line of the show is really to kind of encourage people to think about this, to get the diagnosis now rather than later when they need it, uh, because I think most people wait to the last second. Uh, I think we've illustrated a bunch of different scenarios that could arise that would be really important. Christine, can you think of any other uh, tidbits or stuff before we close things out? No. I, well, one thing I wanted to add is that you do not need to go through a full neuropsychological screening, you know, because that's quite extensive. Also testing on, you know, learning disabilities, anxiety, depression, the, the whole scale. You do not need that to get an ADHD diagnosis. You could just have a couple, two or three sessions, say, with a psychiatrist. Some general practitioners are comfortable diagnosing ADHD. So, uh, you know, I, I like to see full evaluations because it gives you a great picture of a person and, and I think also helps, you know, the individual um, really understand themselves, but you do not need, you know, that full um, scale of testing. Absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, everyone, I hope that this was enlightening. If you're thinking about that, again, a good reason to do it before you actually even need it. And so, Christine, I thank you so much for calling me up with the idea, and thank you for coming on the show. Great. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Everyone, learn more about Christine by going to her website, addactioncoach.com. Um, our secret word tonight is early. Again, our secret word tonight is early. With that, we hope you've enjoyed our show. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.